Society, welcome back to the Sassy and Saved podcast, where kingdom meets culture. Tackling real topics and real issues from the kingdom perspective. If this is your first time, welcome to the society. You can keep up with us on Instagram at sassyandsaved.co. And before you head out, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. So y'all ready? Let's talk about it. One thing that I've been intentional about, well, that I've learned to be intentional about this year is understanding and remembering that the gospel is not my testimony. And when I say that, people don't really understand till I explain. So um, let me do that. Um, One of the methods that we use for evangelism, the most common probably method that we use for evangelism is sharing of our testimonies on Instagram. We post pictures and we glorify God with um, the word of our testimony and what he's done for us. And that's great. That's important. Our testimonies encourage, our testimonies give glory to God and encourage other believers. But that right there, like that, that is the purpose of the testimony to give glory to God and to encourage other believers. And what I noticed in my own life is I was using for the past, what, seven years of walking with God, I've been using my testimony as an entry point um, to encourage people and to give God glory and to show people what walking with God does and how my life has been blessed since I started walking with God. But my work has been incomplete because the gospel is not my testimony. And in as much as I am giving glory to God through sharing my testimony, if I'm not continuing it out by sharing the actual the actual gospel, then my work is incomplete. And I feel like a lot of us do that unknowingly. We post on Instagram, whether we're Christian influencers or content creators, or even if we're using it to witness to people face to face, we share our testimonies and give glory to God for what he's done in our lives. But we forget to complete the work by inviting people to Jesus. It's not just look at what God did for me. So I'm encouraging you that God is going to do the same for you. It's look at what God did for me, give glory to God. But the best thing God did for me was save me from my sins and give me the ability to know him. And he can do the same for you too, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But we stop it at look at what God did for me and believe that he will do it for you too. That, if we're not careful can do more harm than good. And I think, and I maybe I'm wrong, but I think a lot of the issues we see today come from that incomplete testimonies or using the test or substituting the gospel with our testimonies. Um, 
and I'm and I really want to drive the point that there is nothing wrong with sharing your testimony. It is encouraged in the Bible. The Bible says we overcome by the blood of, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Yes, you're supposed to share your testimony, but we should also be intentional about remembering. I think we should also be intentional about remembering that our testimonies are not the gospel. And the Great Commission isn't to go into all the earth and share your testimony. It's go into all the earth and share the gospel and make disciples of all nations. And so in sharing our testimony or using our testimony as an entryway or a gateway should be a means to an end to share the gospel. It doesn't just stop at our testimony, if that makes sense. And I hope, and I hope you guys are getting me. Um, another point of intentionality for understanding that your testimony is not the gospel is um, to prevent making your life the standard. Um, one thing social media has done is that it's allowed us to peek into the lives of people daily and instantly. And what that does, because we are human, it causes us to compare, to look into the life of our brothers and sisters and see what is happening for them and comparing it with our lives to see if it's better or worse than what's happening in our lives. And I guess in a way it could be a motivator for some. If I see that someone I admire is doing this, this, and this, it may motivate me to also, you know, get my stuff together so that I can also boss up. Um, But I think the negative effects, which we all know, is that it creates... Jealousy, competition, envy, discontentment, etc., etc., for many of us. But I think within the Christian community, it goes beyond the jealousy, the envy, the discontentment, etc., etc., to um, we unknowingly create standards out of the testimonies of our brothers and sisters. And that's twofold. The person that received or the person that the person that received the testimony or is living the testimony may unknowingly box God and now use what God has done for them as the standard for an individual's relationship with God. So because I chased God relentlessly and because I did this, this and this and my marriage is great and I have beautiful children and I'm thriving in ministry and I have a lot of money and my career life is going well because all these things God has done for me this is how it happened for me this is what my life looked like this is my testimony and how I got to this point and so if you want what I have or if you want to live like I'm living you must do what I have done and from the other standpoint, from the receiver, from those that are onlookers, it um, does the same thing, sets the standard as I see this Christian influencer or this first lady or this woman of God that 
has attained and achieved this, this, and this. And she did this, this, and this. So I must therefore do this, this, and this so that I can achieve and attain that, that, and that. And then we kind of copy and paste and try to walk our walk and live our lives as if walking with God is like some sort of formula. Y equals MX plus B. <laughs> like if I do this, 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 like that, I expect to have the, these results because God did it in the life of insert Christian influencer here. So he will do the same thing in the life of me. Which leads to more disappointment and discontentment when you realize that that's not how it works. So, um, for me as a Christian content creator and I guess influencer, what I have, what I'm, what I've learned to be intentional about is to be able to complete the testimony and say, yes, this is what God did for me. And yes, this is where I came from, but that's not the main point. The main point isn't what God did for me or the main point isn't how I got here. The main point is Jesus Christ. The main point is I wouldn't even have this if not for Jesus Christ. And so let me take the focus off of me and what God has done in my life and put the focus on Jesus Christ and what he is doing and what he did do, is doing, and will do. If that makes sense. Because I think what social media does for Christian influencers, which we don't really see or recognize is that it unknowingly creates idols out of ourselves like I did a Q&A the other day and it was like all fun and games I was answering questions and whatnot and um there was a lot of like what is your opinion on this or what is your opinion on that or what do you think of this or what do you think of that and at first I was just like answering sharing my opinion sharing my thoughts you know But um, I'm a very reflective person. So like I will sit down and think about the day and think about what I've done and think about, especially in this season, which I talked about last week is a, a season of character refinement. So I like to really reflect on the day, what I've done, what I've said. Did this look like Jesus? Did I act in flesh? Do I need to repent? All of those things. And so um, as I was sitting and thinking about the day and just you know reading over the answers that I shared um because it is ministry so you have to do it well (laughs) um I was thinking like people are asking me my opinion and my take on things that are one widespread two in the bible three common knowledge um And there were more questions that I didn't answer. There were some that I answered in DMs because I thought they were private. And I realized that, like, by God's grace, being an influencer, he has given my voice weight in the lives of people. And so they seek not only my advice, but my opinion and my thoughts on certain things. And when you give someone's voice weight in your life, especially someone that you don't know personally, like if it's not like a personal family member, a personal friend, and you're giving someone online, for lack of a better word, their voice weight in your life, it's because one, you admire them, 
or well it, it would it would be because you admire them or you see something in them that you would like to attain if that so based based on that analysis they are quote unquote in some way mentoring you and whenever you seek for mentorship from someone it's because they are doing what you want to do or they are where you want to be all that to say you have put them in a position of a standard for what you want to achieve, where you want to be, what you want your life to look like. And that's what we do with influencers. And that's what we do with people that we admire. That's what we do with pastors that we admire. Um, We use them as a as a gauge, as a as a, um, a a goal, as a gauge, as a a goal, as inspiration, or as a standard for ourselves of what we would want to see into our li- what we would want to see in our lives, especially um, online. If you follow a fitness influencer, that's usually because they have a body that you would like. To achieve, if you follow a fashion influencer, it's usually because they have a style that you like and would like to achieve. So, with the same thing, if you have um, a Christian influencer, it's because they have wisdom, knowledge, a relationship with God um, that you would like to achieve. And so, which means you're st- setting them, knowingly or unknowingly, as a standard for yourself. Now, um, because this is Christian influencers, and our standard should be Christ, it's very easy for people to unknowingly make idols out of you. And I think, in so much as it's the responsibility of people to not do that, I think there's a greater responsibility on us as the content creators and the influencers to ensure that doesn't happen. And one of the ways that we do that is to take the focus off of us and put the focus on Jesus. And incomplete testimonies or incorrectly told testimonies put the focus on you and not on Christ. And everything that I just said was pretty much just to say that we need to be intentional about completing our testimonies and making sure that they do what they're supposed to do, which is encourage brothers and sisters, but ultimately give glory to God. And one thing that I've been seeing in my own life is if I'm giving a testimony and God is not being glorified, One, it may not be time to share it because the testimony is incomplete. Or two, this may not be a testimony. (laughs) This may be something that I did on my own strength and God did not do. The heart of every testimony should be the glory of God. And so it's really been helpful for me to see in my life what God is doing in my life and what I'm doing in my life. Because before, I feel like I used to just categorize every good thing as God did this, God did this, God did this. And the thing is, sometimes we have good things 
for a moment and we'll be like god did this and then they become bad things and then it's like oh (laughs) so that's what god did and i feel like if we're gonna represent god we should represent him well and so um I've been able to really see in my life, like, okay, like I can, and I can, it's not prideful to say that, oh, okay, like Teresa, you did this. (laughs) There's things that you did. Yeah. And then, um, there's things like God, that God did. Right. So like, um, a great example is my business, which, um, shameless plugs, shop sassy and saved. Um, you can visit us on our website at www.sassyandsaved.com. But anyways, for my business, like I'm able to say that like, oh, Teresa, you had, you, you did great designs. Your business is doing really well. You really, you know, put your heart into your designs. You um, take the time to pack orders well. You take the time to make sure that you are marketing and so on and so forth. But, um, and still be able to say, but the customers and the growth that I've seen in such a short time in five months could only be God, right? And so I'm able to give God his glory while also patting myself on the back or also applauding myself for the part that I do do because sometimes there's things that God does and there's some things that you do and it's not prideful to be able to say that, okay, hey, you did a good job in this, but still give God his glory, right? So, um... The right way, I would say, to, or the way that, the right way for me, (laughs) let me not push anything on anyone. The right way for me now to share probably a testimony like that would be like, you know, I've seen tremendous growth in my business since I started five months ago. I put in a lot of work to make sure that it launched the way I wanted it to launch. And I've put in a lot of work to make sure that people are being blessed by what I'm producing. But I cannot stand here and say that I have done everything. I know that much of the growth can only be God because of this, this, and this. And then begin to list the reasons. And then you see, but that's about, okay, God did this for me. But then I would continue by saying, before I came to Christ or before I matured in Christ, I thought entrepreneurship was reserved for like a certain amount of people. I never really thought of myself as a business owner. But the more I matured in Christ and understood my identity in him, I realized that I'm a beneficiary of his promise of provision. And part of that provision comes from entrepreneurship and so I changed my mindset and I was able to take a step and meet God at a point where he could also meet me and this all came from knowing my identity in Christ from knowing Christ in which I invite you to also know Christ and da 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 it's long but like it's that's what we're supposed to do because I just fear that A lot of us are just telling our testimonies and stopping there. But the gospel, the gospel, the gospel is not your testimony. And the testimony is a great way to encourage, again, believers and increase the faith of many. But it doesn't save. It doesn't have the power to save. Um, It's the true gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's the belief in Jesus Christ that has the power to save. It's not just being able to applaud Jesus Christ and say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm happy that he did that for you. It's it's more getting them to understand what he's already done for them and believing in that. So 
yeah, that, that's been a lesson that I've been um, learning and chewing on for this month. Um, and I thought about it again this week. That's why I wanted to make sure that our podcast would be about that. So yeah, um, something for you guys to think about. Obviously, you don't have to agree with me. You don't have to do what I'm doing. It's just my podcast, so I'm able to share what I'm learning. And if it resonates with you, then um, I implore you to maybe take those steps too in refining the way you tell your testimony. And ultimately, just giving the Lord glory. Um, Yeah, that's about it. I guess if you have any thoughts, comments, concerns, questions, or if you just want to talk about it, DM me on Instagram at Teresa Ajimang or um, send me a voice message and respond so you can put in next week's episode or comment at the bottom of uh, one of our posts on the sassyandsave.co page. I don't know, just get in touch with us somehow. <laughs> you can look in the episode notes for the different ways too. But um, let me know what you think. Let me know if, if it made sense. Let me know if you resonate. Let me know if you even disagree. Let's talk it out. Um, dialogue is good, especially on our walk. So that's all I got for y'all. See you next week. Sassy and save, baby. Hey, it's Teresa, and you have been listening to the Sassy and Save podcast. You can keep up with us on Instagram at Sassy and Save Pod. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And last but not least, if it blessed you, don't be greedy. Make sure you share with a friend. Until next time, Sassy and Save, baby.